Craven. Gertie the Craven. Wes Craven. I'm craving a witch. I'm craving a craven. <laughs> everyone it's your girls jenny and lisa <laughs> i was gonna be like it's your boy i was like skinny penis <laughs> yeah it's your girls jen and lisa we're here for another episode of curiosity syndrome yes we are quick side note i just want to <laughs> say i said the amber heard was in knocked up oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not knocked up and i don't know why i said that it's pineapple express Probably because it's a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, I mean, all his movies are They're pretty much all the same. same. <laughs> but yeah, she plays his uh, high school girlfriend. Ew, bro. Yeah. Couscous. The dinner's so nice, they named it twice. His... Anyway, <laughs> that's what he says. His lawyers actually went and did interviews today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And they were, article. like, so professional compared to Elaine. You yeah. Know? Wow. <laughs> like... Apples and oranges, dude. Apples and oranges. I seen an article where it said uh, his lawyer Camille. Is it Camille? Camille, yeah. She uh, she got a raise or a promotion, a big yeah, promotion. She got like, promoted to partner in her law firm. Get so it, congrats, Camille. Go girl. You yeah. deserve it. So hell yeah. But I mean, other than that, I mean, has there really been much going on? Or I've tie dyed a lot of shirts at work. Oh, I thought they were <laughs> stopping activities. No. Well, we are being lifeguards now, but. We get to wear tie-dyed shirts, so oh. we get to make them. So, Are you going to get stained again? or oh. already a little fancy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's me she and pink, pink, girl. She pink. Just pink. <laughs> how's uh, how's your, your day been? Boring. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty much just kind of did some stuff for our future podcasts, <laughs> and that's about it. I'm going to say, yeah, I did well, a lot of that today, too. Yeah. Our next one. Um, <sighs> hope you guys are going to be ready for that. Yeah, it is a doozy, one might say. Mm, yeah, I guess that's a that's a light word for it. Okay, I don't even know a fucking but, shit show. Yeah, but you know what? Why don't we get into this week's episode? This one was um, Lisa's week, and this is also something I've been interested in as well. But what made you so curious about the Salem witch trials? Yes. Um, I've always been curious. Uh, curious. Curious about it it just baffles me that so many people came together and just crucified these people (laughs) and literally had them murdered and i feel like most of them are for petty reasons like yeah like (laughs) oh we don't like you yeah being a bad neighbor who you did something your pig crops your pig came onto my lawn (laughs) your pig Shit in my crops, something oh my God, stupid. Shit in the bed, Je- <laughs> jealousy or something. It just is insane to me that, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just in Salem. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. widespread. So it's just crazy to me that these events actually happened. I know <laughs> they are real. It did happen, and it mm-hmm. blows my mind apart. And the article I found the other day, which I'll talk about a little bit later in this, mm-hmm. but we found a recent article about one. Yeah, of the I meetings. was like, whoa. Yeah. And it was funny because me and Brandon were at dinner and he pulled up his phone and he goes, do you know who blah, blah, blah is? And I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, really? He was like, really? And I go, 
yeah, Alicia sent me that article. And then I showed him. I was like, oh. And he was like, oh, my God. I'm so excited for this episode. Right? I was like, yeah. Well, you're welcome, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go into a little bit of the history of it. So Cotton Mather was a minister of Boston's North Church. Boston. We've Boston. been to Boston. You got the K. It's a smack K. We did go to Boston. Oh, how did you just forget? We met Brendan Fraser. We did, but we also walked around, and I almost died. I almost died too. I had to buy new shoes. It was and that Yeah, it we was worth it for hours. It was worth it though for Brendan. I guess I remember the crazy people in the streets with the street performing Paul Revere's house in the cemetery. That's about it. <laughs> no, you there was tons of other things. <laughs> you don't remember anything about getting a picture with Brandon. No, I remember that. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Before the con, though. I remember, yeah, Paul Revere's <laughs> house. Um, the ship. Oh, yeah. I the ship was it. cool. Was the the ship was thing. really cool. That it was, was cool. really cool. And we did the, was it Freedom Trail? Is that what it was called? Yeah, we walked that whole thing. Oh, and then you got legal marijuana. <sighs> yep, and that's why I forgot most of the trip. <laughs> it, <laughs> was it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I would I would 100% love to go back to Boston. I thought that. I don't really like big cities, but that, it just didn't feel like a big city, you know? It felt like. It moving. didn't. So I kept like, because I'm from Middletown, you know, so I'm like. I always pictured Boston to be a little bit more, I don't know, I don't want to say ghetto, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, streets. I don't know. Streets. Yeah. Um, and of course, we didn't get into that part of Boston until the edibles kicked in, and it was a time for me, for sure. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah, but no, it was beautiful. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I want to go back. I, I want to go back with the right shoes. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Maybe and less... stay, maybe stay because we 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 flew in. We got there at like six a.m. We were there until nine p.m. So we were on our feet all day, the whole time, the whole time. Oh my god! Yeah, never again with that. By the time we got to our gate at the airport, my feet were literally so numb I didn't even know I was walking anymore. So. Yeah, I, I my feet were literally blistered. Yeah, it was bad. blistered. All right. Anyway, sorry. A longer trip next. Time, sorry, sorry. It sorry. is a beautiful city. Sorry for the side note. <laughs> Our little tangent. Yeah. Well, this man, Cotton, all I can think about is cream, by the way. I'm sorry. So <laughs> oh, <many> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loved to publish pamphlets, some of which spoke of witchcraft and his belief in it. He even wrote a book entitled Memorable Providences Relating to Witchcrafts and Possessions in 16, I want to say 19. It's really hard. I, I know. I kept 19. typing. I kept typing 1962 <laughs> the whole I was time. like, stop. I had to keep going back. 1689. Was, yeah. That is the longest book title also in the history of ever. Oh, my gosh. That whole thing was the title? <laughs> yep. Oh, God. In this book, he described how what he called stupendous witchcraft affected the children of John Goodwin. Cotton wrote of how Goodwin's oldest child had been tempted by the devil. By the devil. Because she stole. Ready for this? <clears throat> you want to guess what she stole? I already kind of looked forward. Okay, but if well, I was going to guess, I would say like a shoe or something. But, it, okay, well, it was linen. <laughs> ah, not the linen! No! Anything but shoes. the linen! <laughs> uh, from a washerwoman named Goody Glover. Mm. Oh, the humanity. How could she steal the sheets? She related to Danny Glover? <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Also, with that name Goody, I don't know how she got accused of this, but... Goody powder? <laughs> Maybe that's... Maybe it was... Oh, maybe it was from her potions because she was a witch. Maybe. <laughs> it was from her medicinal magic. Mm-hmm. Now, this is how Glover was described. <laughs> okay. She was described as a disagreeable old woman 
And her own fucking husband described her as a witch. Wow. Thanks, bro. <laughs> right. like, thanks for her... thanks for holding holding it down. Yeah, just throw your wife under the bus. Yeah. Messed up. Sounds nice. So that may have played into the narrative that she casted spells upon the Goodwin children. So after that, four of the six Goodwin children began having strange fits. Mm. Or what some refer to as the disease of astonishment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. The I was like, of astonishment. I'm so astonished right now. <laughs> I am so astonished. <laughs> so the symptoms of this included neck and back pain. I'm already astonished. I'm, yep. I mean, this just sounds like 30 so far. So, uh, Tongues being drawn from their throats. Whatever the fuck that means. I have no idea. I'm trying to think of like the cartoons, you know, when they reach into like Sylvester's mouth and they like pull his tongue out. <laughs> Or like the exorcist where eh, she has sticks her tongue out. I don't, mm. I don't know. That's what I'm Who picturing. Okay, if it's well, connected to the witch and the devil, they're just like only throwing I, up devil horns. Only those children know. So yeah, apparently. And loud random outcries. Other symptoms for the children included having no control over their bodies. They would become limber. <laughs> I can't, this is ridiculous. And flap their arms like birds. They also tried to harm themselves as well as others, so that's a little scary. Sounds like they had ADHD. I was gonna say, the rest of it just sounds like mm. the asshole kids being asshole kids. Yeah, right, right. These symptoms fueled the witch craze of 1692. The Salem witch trials lasted from February 1692 to September of 1693. In this time, more than 200 people were accused of being a witch. Out of those 200, only 30 were found guilty. And at least 25 people died as a result of a literal witch hunt. Mm. Salem wasn't the only place that was accusing and killing their people of being witches. Uh, This shit was literally everywhere. It caused mass hysteria on everyone. And basically, since it was the 1600s, anything unusual that happened, well, witch. You're a witch. You're a witch. You did it. Um, With this, I can't help but think of the satanic panic of the 80s. I don't know what that is. No? It was blamed in a lot of things like... D&D, they considered that satanic, and there was a lot of things that wow. happened, like the West Memphis Three, that they contributed to Satanic Panic, so it was like everything Satan. that happened was Satanist. Satan, no! Yeah. Oh, not Satan. Meanwhile, the Church of Satan is uh, not that bad, so. No, they actually, um, you know, support women's rights and stuff, so. Yeah. Proud of them. Yeah, they're pretty great, <laughs> actually. <laughs> All right. Well, it all kind of started because these girls um, basically just went around and were being dumb fucking kids. So in January 1692, two girls, Betty Paris, age nine, and Abigail Williams, age 11, starting having what could only be described as fits by Minister John Hale. Betty and Abigail were cousins, and Betty's dad was Reverend Samuel Paris. So I'm sure he's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with my daughter? Lord, help. I'm a reverend. Help. Oh, God. Literally. (laughs) They would contort their bodies in weird positions, make weird sounds, throw objects across the room, hide under furniture. Uh, You know what nowadays we call a tantrum. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, all that just sounds like shit kids do Aubrey not wanting to go to daycare <laughs> yeah she she freaks out when she goes to daycare I fought with this child until 1.30 last night to get her to go to sleep mm. meanwhile she's screaming moving her hands around rolling bunnies in the air it's witchcraft oh, she was possessed witch possessed. I'm gonna, 
have to turn her in now. (laughs) There was a local doctor named William Griggs who, after examining the girl, said they were bewitched. Mm -hmm. More girls started coming out of the woodwork, like Kate Moss, saying... Saying they were exhibiting the same symptoms. They included Ann Putnam Jr., Elizabeth Hubbard, Mercy Lewis, Mary Warren, and Mary Walcott. There were about 10-ish in total. All these girls were like, hmm, who can we blame for our bewitchment? Oh, let's just say the women with the worst reputations. That'll do. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but, that yeah, that's do. how it went. <laughs> so the first three, I, that's how I just, I picture it. They're just like, oh my God. Yeah, just kind of. Thy woman of the. Thy, because I'm a child and this is how I talk. Yeah. <laughs> the woman of the, the laying on her back. The woman the of the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first three women accused were Tichuba, the Paris's Caribbean slave from Barbados, Sarah Good, a homeless woman, and Sarah Osborne, a poor elderly woman who didn't really go to church. Didn't go to church? Fucking witch. <laughs> Sad. Like, she just didn't want to go to church. Yeah, like, like, I got other shit to do. Good and Osborne both said they were not witches when the magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne, interrogated them. But Tichuba, who was beaten by good old Reverend Samuel Paris, because that's what yeah. a reverend should be doing. What a godly man, that yeah, man. Fuck that guy. <sighs> Probably thought, you know, she could live if she cooperated. And what she said was, the devil came to me and bid me to serve him. And she said there were others who were witches like her. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if that's what you got to do, man. I mean, I'm saying whatever if I'm getting beaten and uh, like I'm, being I'm, threatened to be killed. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm, yeah. The devil, like... Took me over, dude. I'm, mm-hmm. I am actually the devil now. Yeah, <laughs> that is me. And this is what started the mass hysteria and hundreds of accusations. They just started accusing everybody. She's a witch. She's a witch. She's a witch. Like, they're <laughs> Oprah. You're a witch. <laughs> She's just out here handing out. Just like, cards. you're a witch. Executions. Yeah. You're a witch. Some other people accused were Bridget Bishop, John Proctor and his wife Elizabeth, Martha and her husband Giles Corey, Rebecca Nurse, George Burroughs, Sarah Wilds. There were hundreds. They even accused Sarah Good's four-year-old daughter, Dorothy, of being a witch. A four-year-old. A a fucking four-year-old. Witch! I know we just joked about it. Aubrey's four. (laughs) I mean, no. Never know. Those those four-year-old temper tantrums those mm-hmm. seem like it could be the work of the devil. Yeah, and being that these are Puritan times, the punishment for witchcraft was death. Mm-hmm. These girls were essentially sending these women and men to their deaths, and I'm sorry, but you know the difference between right and wrong at nine years old. Yeah, you should definitely know to stop fucking around, because they found out, and that's not well, cool. Fuck around and find out. And they did, and, and they that's fucking fucked up. got all those people killed. It's <laughs> fucked up. Fucking whatever. Rest in hell. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids, yeah. (laughs) Jumping forward to modern times real quick, Science Magazine tried to provide a scientific reasoning behind why the girls were being total pieces of shit. In their 1976 magazine, they claimed that a fungus found in rye and wheat can cause symptoms such as delusions, convulsions, and vomiting. Which, I'm sorry, the fact that these girls would just randomly chime in and say, oh, I'm having these symptoms too, just makes me want to call bullshit. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were oh, just like, oh, wait, there's another one. Oh, wait, one. wait, it's me. <laughs> oh, she bewitched me. Oh, now I my fingers are not moving. Oh, my God. Lisa bewitched me. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, so. <laughs> and then they had to, like, these, uh, all these women are just sitting there, obviously not fucking witches. Minding their and then own they business. Have, you just have to like basically just sit there in front of everyone and everyone's like screaming at you that you're a witch and then they gotta go through all this interrogations and shit. 
Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So speaking of evidence, let's talk about some of the things that they gathered to fuel their claims of these ladies being a witch. Mm. Basically, after someone was like, yep, this death or this illness had to be uh, brought on by a witch. Witch. They would put in a complaint, like Karen's, (laughs) to their local magistrate. Now, if these assholes, the magistrate, were like, yep, I concur, they would arrest the accused and then they would be subjected to public examination. Mm. Now, that just means they would interrogate and press or force the accused to confess. Like Tichiba. Mm-hmm. Poor lady. If the local magistrates were satisfied the complaint was correct, the prisoner was then handed over to be dealt with by the superior court. Superior. The next step after they got to the superior level would be to bring in witnesses before a grand jury. Now let's talk about evidence. Because they had to have that to convict all these people, right? Wrong. Wrong! (laughs) Because just like the bullshit claims, well, you have bullshit evidence. Coming from bullshit children. Yeah. And bullshit land and the planet bullshit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Salem Village, a.k.a. bullshit town. Bullshit town. Now, a lot of the evidence used against the accused was called spectral evidence. Spectral evidence. What the fuck is that, you may be asking? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is the testimony of the afflicted party who claimed to see the apparition or shape of the witch who afflicted them. (laughs) The biggest hang-up on this evidence was whether the person had to give permission to the devil to be able to do this or not. The court, of course, was like, duh, the devil can't astral project someone without their permission. Duh! (laughs) Long story short, if the person afflicted saw the accused ghost, it meant the accused fucked with the devil. So, yeah. Okay, well, do you think the devil really would need permission i mean i don't no. believe in that shit but like be like no. oh you're not gonna be polite oh excuse me <laughs> yeah like let me I'm, ask nicely i'm pretty sure the devil isn't like yo excuse me ma'am can i just like come up in your body for a minute like <laughs> don't worry you'll be able to like portray yourself as a ghost of people what the f- in return yeah, it makes no sense no sense yeah he's definitely not like please let me have your body ma'am <laughs> please on to the next one witch cake witch cake <laughs> According to an entry in the records of the Salem Village Church, a neighbor of Reverend Paris named Mary Shelby directed the Reverend slave, John Indian, to make make this cake. One account describes this cake of having the ability to discover witchcraft. <laughs> Fucking magical cake. <laughs> well, wouldn't he be a witch if he's the one making the witch cake? <laughs> How does that like, work? Yeah, I feel like that would have to be. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, some details of this cake are as described. It was made from rye meal and the urine of the afflicted girls. <laughs> Disgusting. But don't worry, it wasn't fed to people. It was fed to a dog. Uh, I don't fucking even understand what's supposed to happen. <laughs> was, it the same, was it the same dog from <laughs> Son of Sam? <laughs> the dog it's made the me same, do it. the same. The dog. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't get... There was nothing else after that. It was just it was fed to that a dog. That was it? Yeah. Like, what the fuck was it? Sp- oh. The dog was supposed to go eat this cake, and then he I knew? guess if the dog died... <laughs> There's so possessed. many questions. I don't know. Just left hanging there with this. I, I was like, know. what is supposed to happen? Mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, with that, we're now going to be at the touch test. Mm. So if the accused touched their victim while they were having a fit, and it stopped... People believe that they had to be the witch who afflicted them. Oh, my God. 
I just, of course, the girls were just going to stop moving. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh. Near the bag. They're fucking nine, ten years. They don't. I still can't believe that they were like, yep, let's take these tiny girls' words on it. Like, they definitely know what's happening in this world. Mm. Some of the other evidence included confessions of the accused, the confessed witch then accusing others of being witches, poppets, which were string dolls made to look like a person. So I guess the earlier version of voodoo doll, kind mm. of. Okay, I looked yeah. at it. It literally just looks like string tied into a stick figure. I don't oh, know. okay. Isn't that like from the Blair Witch Project? Yes. No. I was wondering. Yep. So there you go. I've never seen it, but I know that You've from never the trailer. Seen no, I've never seen I, it. One time, and I did not like it, and I'll never watch it again. No, nope, never seen it. <laughs> Other things would be books on palmistry and horoscopes, which did they I have would... horoscopes back then? You know, I guess <laughs> that's what it said. I said the I'm same. I'm not a thing. witch. I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on me because I'm an asparagus. That's my kind of Aquarius rising. Okay. <laughs> And the last thing would be witches' teats. Witch. They're, they're tits? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, oh, yep. So witches' tits, witches' teats. Okay, so this was basically either a mole or a blemish on the accused bodies uh, that was insensitive to touch. What the fuck? <laughs> so basically if they had something else on their body that looked like an extra nipple, witch. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, I mean, I still, I'm, my mind is blown by all this. I and can't this, believe and it. And this was the evidence they used at these women, yeah. at these women in the trial. In court. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> speaking of court, let's just jump right in. On June 2nd, 1692, the court of Oyer and Terminer, which literally means to hear and determine, convened, and this included the Lieutenant Governor William Stofton as the Chief Magistrate, Prosecutor Thomas Newton, and Stephen Seawall as Clerk. Bridget Bishop was the first witch who went to trial. The jury convicted her mainly because she lived an immoral lifestyle, a.k.a. wore black clothing and would gossip. Oh. Dude, I'm a witch, witch over here. Oh, hey, man. Witches. I wear all black, and I'm just constantly spill the tea, sis. <laughs> I want to know everything. Right, right. <laughs> when asked if she was guilty, she said, I am as innocent as the child unborn. And she was convicted the same day, because that's how that works. The next day on June 3rd, the grand jury indicted Rebecca Nurse and John Williard, but they didn't go immediately to trial because the court dispersed for 20 days after um, the first conviction because Minister Cotton Mather, again, wrote a letter to the court asking not to allow the spectral evidence. The court really didn't give a fuck and said nah and kept indicting and convicting people. At least someone had, like, a brain. Someone tried. I mean, yeah. he, like, kind of tried, but, like, not really... Um, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, but in total, there were seven judges in the court, and all of the trials that were happening really overwhelmed the in- entire courthouse. Because you got to think, there's like a someone being accused in every single room. You know? I know. <sighs> yeah. It's crazy. And then when these women went on trial, they didn't have counsel to help them. It was just them against the prosecution. The victims would come in and testify in the stand that they were attacked and would put on a show. They'd whimper and whine and act like they were possessed, which is considered to be that spectral evidence. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. I, a lot of the other people on trial would provide a confession and name other people who were witches in order to try and avoid the death penalty. This was because due to the Puritan beliefs at the time, because they confessed, they'd received their punishment from God. Mm. 
other people in the community did find this to be vile, but they didn't speak up because then they would have been accused of witchcraft themselves. That sucks because you can't even stand up and be like, okay, guys, this is, this is really fucking bad guys. Let's just have like a thought for a second. Can we, we need a rational, we need a breather. Okay. Cause then you're a witch. Like, oh, you're going. Yeah, and then you're us. just oh, you're trying to help the witches. You're a fucking oh, witch. Oh my gosh! And they ended up convicting and executing twenty people before they started thinking. Well, we might be overreacting. That's maybe kind of we should have. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we should have thought about if we should be believing these nine to fourteen year old yeah, girls and killing people yeah. from what children are saying. Yeah. I- yeah. So before they decided that they overreacted, all in all, 19 people, including 14 women and five men, were hanged during the trials. One man was killed by another means, and at least five people died while in jail. On June 10th in 1692, Bridget Bishop was hanged. She was the first accused on June 2nd, and it took them only eight days to execute her. Yeah, so after her one-day trial, mm-hmm. executed eight days later. Yeah. Mm. That. Oh, my God. They didn't even, like stop to think at all with her poor woman five more hangings took place on july 19th in 1692 the victims were sarah good rebecca nurse Susanna martin elizabeth howe and sarah wilds on august 19th 1692 another five were executed by hanging these five were martha carrier john willard george burroughs george jacobs senior and john proctor after that eight Fucking eight more people were hanged on September 22nd in 1692, and they included Mary Eastley, Martha Corey, Anne Pruditor, Sam Wardwell, Mary Parker, Alice Parker, Wilmot Red, and Margaret Scott. Several others, including Elizabeth Proctor and Abigail Faulkner, were convicted of witchery, but they were given temporary reprieves because they were pregante. Preganto. <laughs> So I guess they at least had some mercy, but as you're about to see, they are still just a bunch of fucking douche canoes because one other man that was killed during the trials by not being hanged was Giles Corey. He was 81-year-old farmer from East Salem. He refused to enter a plea when he was brought to trial in September. So the shitbag of a judge was like, I bet you ain't going to do it willingly. We're going to make you confess. He ordered... Giles to undergo a form of torture which stones were piled upon his chest until he could no longer breathe. After two whole days of this torture, he died without entering a plea. A lot of people believe that he didn't want to plead as a way of preventing his estate from being seized by the crown, which they did that. They killed you and then they got to take all of your shit. Damn. So I wonder if sometimes, like, I wonder if it was mainly because they wanted the land. Yeah, that's what I'm stuff. thinking. They were just like, oh, we'll let the girls do what they want and we'll... Yeah. We're just going to believe a bunch of children. It's, they, they couldn't have just been like, yeah, these kids, of course, let's believe them. Another, it had to be something. Yeah, another thing about this guy, whenever they kept putting stones on him, they were like, are you going to confess? And he was like, nah, keep adding more weight, bro. Yeah. Keep adding more weight, fam. I ain't going to confess yeah, because, because I ain't a fucking witch. Yeah. Because it's complete bullshit. But some believe that this was also his way of protesting against the methods of the courts. Yeah, well, only one. Since they died convicted witches, Rebecca Nurse and Martha Corey had been excommunicated by their church and therefore they were denied a proper burial. For the rest of the bodies, they were cut down from the trees and then they were thrown into a shallow grave and the crowd who watched those people being brutally murdered just dispersed. 
Some historians believe that the families of the dead would come and reclaim their their loved ones' bodies after dark and bury them in unmarked graves on their family property. So John Proctor, he was one of the men who were hanged. His wife, Elizabeth, one of the pregnant ones. So she gave birth and then the baby died shortly after. Yeah, it's really sad. I wonder if it could have been due to the fact that she was in jail and stressed, and it's just horrible. And her husband was hanged. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. All that, all at once. Poor lady. Yeah. On October 3rd, 1692, after 20 people had already been executed, the president of Harvard, Increase Mather, Increase is his first name. Okay, I was very I hope confused. I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> he denounced the use of spectral evidence, just like his son, Minister Cotton Mather, did before everyone started getting convicted. He said, It were better that 10 suspected witches should escape than one innocent person be condemned. I agree. Governor Phipps, the guy who set up all of this trial bullshit, dissolved the court on October 29th because of what Increase Mather decreed and because one of the stupid girls accused his wife. Oh. 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 How fucking convenient. Yeah, how convenient now that your wife's accused. You're like, oh, let, no, we're oh, done. We can't we're do done. Oh, we're no. fucking done. Hanging people this and wrong. Them? This is crazy. This is wrong. Why are we doing this listening to some 10-year-olds? Yeah. Fucking asshole. He replaced it with a new court called the Superior Court of Judicature, and it no longer allowed that spectral evidence to be included in the trial. Hmm, convenient. Yeah. They still managed to convict three out of 56 defendants, but they were not hung. Mm. By May of 1693, Phipps pardoned everyone who was still in prison waiting for a trial, but, like, you already killed <laughs> 20 people, dude. And then not including the ones who died in prison. Yeah. Including the newborn so child, but... I'm sure they really, you know, were excited mm-hmm. that you... Thanks. <sighs> One of the judges, Samuel Seawall, came forward and apologized. A few others did, too, but once again, you just killed 20 people over young children's accusations. The general court professed a day to mourn what happened and that everyone should partake in some soul-searching. Do you fucking think? No. Do you fucking think, dude? <laughs> like that fucking meme. You don't say. Wow. <laughs> and that was on January 14th, 1697. So yeah, five years later, maybe we should reflect. Five years later. Five years? Yeah. yeah. That's enough time, I think, to be like, God, we were fucking idiots. In 1702, the court was finally like, yeah, um, we fucked up. My bad. The trials were wrong. We shouldn't have done that. In 1711, the colony passed a bill that restored the rights and good names of everyone who was accused and gave everyone 600 pounds restitution. I tried to see what that was today. One thing said 2,000. Another thing said 100,000. I have no idea how to convert money Neither from back Neither worth it, though, from what they had to go through. Yeah, that's not even... Fuck members. that. The families tried for a long time, decades later, in order to get their relative's name cleared. That bill that passed still didn't manage to exonerate everyone. In 1957... 1957. We are actually back in the 1900s here. Yeah, now we can say 19 and be correct. Finally. Yes. <laughs> there were descendants of six individuals who weren't included that demanded that their names be cleared. 265 years later, a bill was drafted in 1992. So I exist at this point <laughs> in Me the too. world. Wow. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> to exonerate the people who were left out of the previous bills. This didn't even get signed until October 31st, 2001. 309 years after the fact. But wait, <laughs> they still left out one woman. And this is where I'm going to hand it over to Lisa because this is kind of what started this whole episode. Yeah. So 
So the article that we mentioned earlier, I found it on Facebook about a week ago or so. And that sparked my interest again in this topic. Sparked your curiosity. Yeah, so curious. So curious. <laughs> like Jen said, they just somehow missed her. So 329 years later, here we are. Elizabeth Johnson Jr. was finally pardoned. God, fucking 329 years. Yeah, and it just happened. Like, Yeah, this one just yeah. happened. This only came about after an eighth grade class. So eighth graders, they were a civics class. They took up her cause and researched and took the steps to have her name cleared. Now, she wasn't actually executed at the time of the trials, but she was accused. Thankfully, she wasn't hanged, but now her name is finally cleared. Way to go, eighth graders. You know, I think I was 13 in eighth grade. Yeah. So 13-year-olds now can pardon people. Yeah. Unlike 13-year-olds back then who, who were getting people them. murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how it turned shows around. You, yeah. It show, really shows you that ki- kids know. Yeah. And thankfully that they actually gave a shit more than the government did. Yeah. Well, Just some 13-year-old that's, kids. that's pretty much normal, though. So. It's fair. That's fair. Uh, I know I mentioned this to Lisa a little bit earlier before we started recording, and you said you've never seen the movie The Crucible. I have not, or even heard of it. I'm so sad. Oh my god! You've never even heard of the play? No, you got you lost what? me there. Plays, I'm out. Like, <laughs> all right. Do you know who you know who Arthur Miller is? No. Are you fucking serious? I don't. I don't know. You, have you ever heard of Death of a Salesman? I know that song by Yellow Card called that. No. <laughs> no. Arthur Miller was a playwright. Um, he wrote Death of a Salesman, one of the most, what most people consider to be the best play of all time. Oh. Yeah. I don't know plays. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, he also wrote The Crucible, which is a play based on the Salem Witch Trials. And I actually, we read this play when I was in ninth grade. And shortly after we finished it, he died. Isn't really? that kind of weird? Yeah. That's crazy. That's a little bit weird. But is it a movie also? He he wrote the play because at the time, this was, I think we talked about another episode where like, oh, communist, communist. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the McCarthy era, everyone, he, everyone thought someone was a communist. Mm-hmm. And he compared that to Salem, like this is modern century witch hunts. Ah, okay. Basically. Yeah. So he wrote the play based on Saint, like the whole Salem witch trials and... Um, it was so well done that they made a movie of it, and he also wrote the screenplay for the movie. Oh, wow. And I'm surprised you haven't seen it because Winona Ryder's in it. <gasps> I love Winona Ryder. And Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis plays John oh. Proctor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And Winona Ryder, she plays Abigail, I think it is. Mm. Now I have to watch it. Yeah, she plays Abigail Williams, mm. okay. one of the accusers. But, of course, the movie's a little bit different because they age her up a little bit and yeah. say that she's, like, in love with John Proctor. Ah, and... uh, okay. They had to add, you know, drama. Yeah, but it's... Even more than it already was anyways. So. It's such a good movie. Like, it, it really is really good. You okay. have to go watch it. Probably tonight. Okay, well, we got to find a streaming somewhere. <laughs> we got to find out what it's on, but no, it's really good. It's really good. It's got a bunch of other people you'll probably recognize in it, too. Yeah, okay. Well, now I, I got something to look forward to. I can't believe you've never seen it. I'm really sad. So when doing this, all I could think of is, and I know I mentioned earlier, the Fear Street movies, but the, specifically the, the, oh, the Netflix 16, ones. Yeah, yeah, the R.L. Stein's rated R horror movies. So you know R.L. Stein, but you don't know Arthur Miller, The Crucible? Have you met me? Of course I fucking know R.L. Stein over a playwright. He's one of the most famous playwrights of all time. (laughs) Listen, 
god. The mask. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I was four. I was 14 when I read that. Wow. So I was as old as those girls. I was probably reading the Bridge to Terabithia or something. We read it right after I got back from Russia. No, I don't remember re- reading it. any plays, and that includes like Shakespeare and stuff. I guess Ohio just doesn't give a shit about us and our literacy. So <laughs> I just remember because he died like right after. I was okay, like, well, "Oh fuck!" That probably like ingrained it. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Arthur Miller. He was married to Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh! Now maybe you. Nope, still not. No, still not. All I know is her fucking around with the Kennedys. Damn, damn, <laughs> no, damn. All right. But all I could think of was the Fear Street movies, and specifically the 1666 one. And I remembered because I thought for a second that the witch in it, quote unquote, was named uh, Sarah Good, but her name was actually Sarah Fear. But the cop who was going after her and all these things, and and the family who originally accused her and had her hanged, or was named the Good Family. Yeah. So I wonder if it kind of came. From I would. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Especially being hung. You know, a lot of people think they were burned at the stake, but they weren't. Honestly, when I went they to research weren't. this, I was expecting it to be like crazy gruesome like and there and i was like when reading it i'm like was no one actually burned at the stake where no did, did you really from? did you really i think did that? no no see i i knew about it just because i read the crucible and reading that at the time i was like wait i thought witches were burnt at the stake i i was so confused because everything says that even like uh salem what is the movie rob zombie lords of salem they mm. reference like being burned at the stake and stuff. I just assume that's what happened. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> very wrong. Just, just hanging people left and right. Apparently, that's still fucked up. It's still uh, fucked up. I, I have no fucking words, dude. I have no fucking words. I, I can't imagine sitting there having some fucking nine year old come up to me and be like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm a witch. Are you a witch? Witch is a demon and being like. I'd have been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, like, go home. Jesus Christ. Fucking, stop eating sugar or something. Go I don't fucking know. stand in the corner and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it just, it baffled me. Especially I, at that time. Go, they, that's when they could beat their kids. Yeah, <laughs> like, what exactly. The fuck? They, it, basically, it boils down to they had nothing going on. There they was really- nothing to entertain them. That's why back then public executions were such a huge thing and everyone came so out weird. with their children, their babies. Damn. It's just fucked up. That's so like like let's take our kids to go watch someone be executed. When I was watching Pirates Five, um, the other day, I saw the scene. This guy's with his little or no, is it Pirates Five? Yeah, it is Pirates Five. He has this like his little daughter who's maybe like seven. He's like, we gotta go see the execution. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? They were really like that. They were like, it was like a thing that everyone gathered and would like come early to get seats, like a fucking concert. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. At least we've evolved in that aspect. Because yeah. that's, I mean, I guess you could technically still go watch someone if, you know, they um, murdered yeah, somebody I mean, you knew. In prison. But, or you yeah. could, well, like with uh, life, what is it? Wow. You don't even know. You can't even think of it. The death sentence, I guess, was just what I was trying to say. But you can go and view people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think you can go and view it if it was like somebody mm-hmm. who killed someone you knew or something. Yeah. But, I mean, <sighs> that's not something where I'm like, let me go get my fucking popcorn. Yeah. I, to think of the most recent thing I can think of is Ted Bundy. They all gathered outside with signs and chanted and sung, Fry Bundy Fry. Oh, my God. The whole time waiting for I him mean, for hours, all day. I mean, but he... Uh, well, he was a piece I mean, of yeah, shit. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> he actually, like, did some shit. Yeah, he did. So. Also, fuck all you ladies out there saying he is hot. 
It makes me want to fucking throw up. <laughs> he was a horrible person. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, back to Salem. Back to Salem. I do want to go there. I want to go so bad. I think the next time we go to Boston, we should take... Because it's about 30 minutes from Boston. Yeah, that's we were only 30 minutes from Salem. Yeah. I don't know geography and shit, so... I mean, we didn't... <laughs> at the time, we didn't want to rent a car. It was like $200 to rent a car. That's why we just took all the public transport. But... We were so close. Yeah. I wanted to go so long. Yeah, they I were in go, New Orleans. I want to go pay my respects, you know? Yeah. And not to mention, I mean, it's just all such historical. Mm-hmm. It's great. I want to go so bad. And I want to go to Boston again, so we need to plan that. Yeah, we definitely need to plan that. I wanted to do it for, like, Halloween. That'd be fun. What if we went? What if we? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Are you ready for this? Yes. What if we did... Instead of going to like Orlando this year, we did like a week long. We fly, we rent a car, all right? Uh We fly into Boston, Uh we go to Salem, and then we drive down. And guess what else we hit? Eastern State. Yeah, we hit hit Eastern State. And then what do we hit? Jersey Shore? No! (laughs) (laughs) No, and then we can hit the Smithsonian and see Grover Kranz. Oh, yeah. The coolest skeleton in the world. The coolest skeleton in the world. (laughs) And And then the Jersey Shore? I'm trying to think of what else is. There's an Edgar Allan Poe Museum in That's Virginia. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Richmond. This sounds like a really good I know. Good trip. It sounds I like, like it. this would be kind of cool. We should that maybe do actually that. might be more we fun could go than to, more and then nice. we could and then we could go to Roanoke. <gasps> yes. Mm, we could have our little spooky vacation. I don't hate this. I really I know. Love now this. that I'm like, oh, maybe we should. Oh, time to go. We gotta go plan. I guess we're not uh, going to Orlando this year. Sorry, Horror Nights. I'm gonna no, miss you. Well, I mean. I've done it enough times where I'm like I've only done it twice. So. Oh, that's right. We did. We did the Tampa one. Yeah, that's Rome's, right. We had to go to uh, Tampa. Yeah. yeah, I mean that one was still pretty cool. It was really cool. They had the best show. Yeah, they didn't have like the haunted houses though, which was. Oh. I didn't look at the video you shared by the way today. So, is there two Halloween houses that I don't just know. got announced? I thought just one. Okay, I don't know. For some reason, mm. the title made me think it was two, but. Maybe, oh, what if they did a Blair Witch? Ooh, that would or, be interesting. I wonder why they haven't done, like, a like a Salem Witch House. Because I could, that could be, like, one of their side things that are really, really good. Like, not one of their big ones. Yeah. But like their... the, 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 the ones that aren't the big ones are usually the best ones. Minus the Texas Chainsaw House. That one was just oh, phenomenal. Oh, God, it was so good and so terrifying. <laughs> I cried and almost peed my pants. It was a good time. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on that, but um, let's uh, we'll bring it back to Salem real right. quick. But right. I definitely want to go. I definitely learned a lot, too. Stuff I didn't oh, know. for sure. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot. I don't know why I never researched it fully before, seeing as how it's been something that I've been interested in. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I hope you guys are ready for the next one. Let's uh, just go ahead and say buckle your fucking... Yeah, we'll go ahead and say (laughs) trigger warning now, but go ahead and buckle your seatbelt trigger warning again because you're going to fucking need it. There's so many trigger warnings. We'll just give you one now. We'll give you one now and just go ahead and get ahead. But, I mean, other than that, we hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye!